one of the most toxic things that you can eat are damaged fats. It takes about two years to do a fat detox. So you take these oils and they gotta be clean because otherwise you're bringing more toxicity into your system and you're trying to get it out, right? And then what the best thing to do is to sweat. So sauna with oil, how, how, do you, how much oil do you need to take? Well, if your skin is dry, you need more oil because skin gets them last and uses, loses them first. So we measure optimum intake by how skin feels. Then you don't need gunk on the outside. The best way to oil your skin is from within. Our guest today is the legendary Udo Erasmus. He's the co-founder of Udo's Choice line, which can be found in Whole Foods and other health food stores worldwide. And Udo designed the machinery for making oils with health in mind and pioneered flax oil, which is a billion dollar industry. However, Udo walked in a difficult path to become the man he is today. Being a child of war, Udo's life began with intense struggle and as an adult, he got pesticide poisoning in 1980, leaving doctors at a loss regarding treatment. And deciding to take his health into his own hands, Udo began researching and his discoveries led him to a passion for finding the answer to life's big questions, so which would hopefully one day bring him and the world peace. So today, Udo is an acclaimed speaker and author of many books, including the best-selling Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill, which has sold over 250,000 copies and he teaches at events hosted by Tony Robbins and Deepak Chopra, and he's keynoted an international brain health conference, and he's also traveled over 30 countries to conduct thousands of live presentations, media interviews, and staff trainings, impacting more than 25 million lives with his message on oils, health, peace, nature, and human nature. Udo has an extensive education in biochemistry, genetics, biology, and nutrition, including a master's degree in counseling psychology. You can learn more about Udo and his amazing line of health products and his oils at theudo.com, T-H-E-U-D-O.com. And now a word from one of our sponsors. So imagine a world where we don't actually fight cancer, we just tell our bodies to stop growing it. Sounds groundbreaking, right? Dr. Dana Flavin, who's a world-renowned cancer specialist for over 40 years, warns we are swimming in toxins. They're in our daily products, our food, water, and air. The real danger? These toxins signal our body to grow cancer. That's why I urge you to join Dr. Flavin and Nathan Crean, an award-winning health researcher in an eye-opening web class. They'll reveal the nine key toxins that could be triggering cancer in your body, and most importantly, how to eliminate them. Don't just fight cancer, go right to its root cause. So join me by going to conqueringcancer.com slash Wendy Myers, M-Y-E-R-S, now to register for this free web class. It's so important. Again, that's conqueringcancer.com slash Wendy Myers. Make the change today. Udo, thank you so much for joining the show. Well, thanks for having me. Yes. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and how you started Udo's Oils? Well, the background was I, 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 was, a, I was a science geek. I came out of the Second World War. I was trying to, was always, I, I was never felt safe. And I was always trying to figure out how things worked because when you know how things work, you get predictability. And predictability is good for safety. So I got into science to understand how things work. 
And then I got into biosciences to, f to figure out how creatures work. And then I got into psychology to figure out how thinking works. And then I got into medicine to figure out how health works. Of course, we only learned about disease there. So I went back into biochemistry and genetics. And I was still looking for other things that are more personal, internal. Uh, who am I? What, what is the meaning? You know, all that. And I wasn't finding that at university, so I left. And I spent some time doing all kinds of blue-collar jobs because I wanted to know what it was like to be in the shoes of the people doing those jobs. I felt as a citizen, I should at least have some idea about it. Uh, and then I got married and we had three kids and my marriage broke up and I was really upset and I wanted to kill something. And I took a job as a pesticide sprayer because well, pesticides are only made to kill things, right? And they do it two ways. They do it either by poisoning the nervous system or by poisoning the respiratory system. So you either choke or you go nuts, basically, right? And so, and I was really careless. And uh, people said to me, aren't you worried you're going to get poisoned? I said, nah, I'm immune. That's called, we call that testosterone poisoning that happens yeah. to men <laughs> until they have their first big disaster and then somehow they... They're, they don't begin, somehow they, they give up on that idea that they're immune. <laughs> and uh, after three years of doing it very carelessly, I got poisoned by pesticides and uh, went to the doctor and should have known, but didn't until then. I said, what, what do you have for pesticide poisoning? And she said, nothing. And so I realized, oh my God, I did that to myself. I'm on my own here. So what am I going to do? And so because I had the background, so I was very lucky in that way, I had the background. I went into the journals and started reading about food. And the idea was, look, your body is made out of food, water, and air. And if something goes wrong with the body, then the first thing to do would be to raise your standard of input. Eat better food, drink cleaner water, breathe cleaner air, You know, how, however you, you make that happen. And, uh, and the idea is that the body turns over all the time. Like there are people who say 98% of the atoms in your body today, Wendy, will be, have been removed and replaced by the time we get together this time next year. And you won't even have noticed because it's so, it's so done so elegantly. But if 98% of your body turns over, then the moment that you set a higher standard and you stick to that standard, you will have rebuilt 98% of your body to a higher standard within one year. That's what healing is. That's why healing is possible because the body's always turning over, right? And so I was looking at that and I said, well, there's essential nutrients, so there's a cornerstone of body construction. And so I started working with that and I got into fats because that was the really most confusing area. Because I, I had a study that said omega-6 is an essential nutrient, which means you can't make it, but you have to have it and you have to get it from outside. You, uh, if you don't get enough, your health deteriorates and it gets worse with time. And if you don't get enough long enough, you die. This is all part of the definition of what is an essential nutrient. And the third part is that if you're not getting enough of an essential nutrient and you're deteriorating, but before you die, you bring enough of that nutrient back into your diet or back into your body, really, 
then all of the symptoms that come from not getting enough are reversed because life knows what to do. If we take responsibility here at our mouth to make sure that all of the building blocks land in the body in optimum quantities so that life can build an optimum body. So that's definite. So, so this, the study says omega-6 is an essential nutrient by that definition. And the very next study I, I, I read said, omega-6 gives you cancer and kills you. And my head exploded. It was like, you can't have it both ways. Either they're essential and they keep you healthy, or they, they, they give you cancer and kill you. But you can't do both. And it was that contradiction drove me nuts. And I'm trying to figure out, there must be something. What am I missing here? There must be something else going on. And that got me looking into how oils are made. And it turns out that oils are our most sensitive nutrients. They're damaged by light, by oxygen, by heat. They need the most care. We give them the least care. And more health problems, more toxicity, going to your theme, more toxicity comes from damaged oils than any other part of nutrition. And more health benefits would come if you made an oil change getting rid of all the damaged oils and replacing them with oils made in health in mind. And with that came the idea, then I, then I found out omega-3 is essential. I got poisoned in 1980. Omega-3 was established as essential in 1981. And I was there when, when that happened. And I was like, and then they said, people said, well, somewhere between 95 and 99% of the population does not get enough omega-3s for optimum health. And again, I was like, oh my God. If we could make oils with health in mind and we could bring the, the missing omega-3s back into the diet and replace the damaged omega-6s with omega-6s also made with health in mind, oh my God, we could help almost everybody. And something just lit up here, you know? I mean, my head exploded on, on, the, on the research, but something opened up here. Oh my God, we could help so many people. And there's something that feels really good when you help people. You know, it doesn't matter what it is, you know, pick up litter, pick, you know, help an old lady across the road or, you know, somebody's got the map upside down. They're trying to figure out where they're trying to go. And if you're local, you help them, right? It doesn't matter when you do something that helps somebody. That just feels good. And that was the driver behind developing methods, made a method for making oils with health rather than shelf life in mind. And out of that came flax oil as the richest source of omega-3s. And then I became omega-6 deficient on flax oil because it has a lot of omega-3 and very little omega-6. And then I developed a blend that is better balanced, that has everything good you need from oil in it. Nothing you should avoid because they're, you know, my book's called Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill because they're literally two opposite stories. And then, and then, so then I got into that and then I got into digestion and then I got into greens. So, but anyway, that's a, that's a, how that happened. And then I, what drove all of this, I had no business background. I had good, good science background, but I had no business background. And we built an industry on the enthusiasm that was driven by, oh my God, we could help so many people. Yeah. Yeah. It was and fun. I've, yeah. I've taken your oils for years. I mean, they're super yeah. high quality. They're just beautiful packaging. Just, it just looks like very, very high quality product and you can taste it. You can just, yeah. you can just sense the high the high quality of the oils and and it's yep. so important to do like an oil change so to speak 
yep. because one, we store fat, you know, fat soluble toxins in our fat. One yep. reason to do an oil change, and most people have too much omega six compared to omega three. Yep. You know, we have to have a certain ratio to be healthy. But let's first dig into yep. the the fat soluble toxins. Can you talk a little bit more yep. about that and how to do kind of like a fatty yep. fatty acid detox? Yeah, since you since you're in detox, you know you have heavy metals. Heavy metals are not that hard to get rid of because you get chelators, you know, and you have there are certain nutrients that pick off certain heavy metals. The most difficult toxins to deal with are all soluble. So they're pesticides and plastics and uh, PCBs, dioxins, and these are like super, super, super toxic. And they end up in the oil part of your diet. And one of the reasons why sometimes when people are obese and they go on a diet and they start losing, they start burning the fat, they're getting rid of the fat, well, that releases some of these toxins, and they get so toxic that they can't do the they can't do the diet. So when you when you're super overweight, then on your weight management program, you need a detox program as well. <clears throat> and the deep deep the detox goes like this: uh, if you take more of the right kind of oils, then they will make their way out to your skin and they will carry with them oil-soluble toxins. And there was a guy in the 1980s that I, that I learned from. He was detoxing uh, Vietnam veterans from Agent Orange. Agent Orange is two pesticides, 2,4-T and 2,4-5-D. Uh, and uh, and, they, and th what they did is they put them in a sauna for 15 to 30 minutes every day. And they literally were able to measure the Agent Orange in the oil part of their sweat, because sweat is water and oil, right? And they were able to monitor its decrease in the body. And he was going to franchise this operation because there were quite a few Vietnam veterans, and, he, and that never happened. And, and, and so fundamentally what you can do is if you take oils and they have to be clean because if you do it with the dirty oils that are part of your toxic load, because they're like 1% damaged oils when they're made the way industry makes them. And there are all kinds of different damaged molecules. They end up in your fat deposits too. And what's blamed on omega-6s and seed oils should be blamed on the damage done by processing. So people are saying, yeah, you don't use those oils. That's a good idea. But it's not because there's something wrong with omega-6s. There's not. They're, they're essential. Every cell in your body has to have them, right? But they need to be made with health in mind because they're very sensitive. And the omega-3s are five times more sensitive to damage than omega-6s. So we've, what we've done in our, in our diet, we have, we've doubled our omega-6 intake in the past 100 years. And we are down to one-sixth of the omega-3 we used to have 150 years ago. So we've really screwed up that ratio. And the problem is they both use the same mechanisms for to do their work. If you get too much of one, it crowds out the other. If you get too much of the other, it crowds out the one. Flax oil got made me omega-6 deficient. That's why I developed a blend because the balance is really important, right? So you take these oils and they got to be clean because otherwise you're bringing more toxicity into your system and you're trying to get it out, right? 
And then what the best thing to do is to sweat. So sauna with oil. How how do you know how much oil do you need to take? Well, if your skin is dry, you need more oil because skin gets them last and uses, loses them first. So we measure intake, optimal intake by how skin feels. Then you don't need gunk on the outside because you're actually oiling, you know, the best way to oil your skin is from within. Right? So then you do that and you sweat. And the oil and the oil soluble toxins will come out of your body. And it takes time, obviously. You know, they don't all jump out in, in one shot. But every time oil goes through your skin, toxins are carried, oil soluble toxins are carried with it. So that's how you do it. And then the other thing that some people do is you take a little niacin. Niacin makes you flush. What it does is it opens up your capillaries. That's why you get the red redness and itching on your skin. I flush on 50 milligrams, uh, but I take about 600 a day, but I, I spread it out over the course of the day. So I flush a little bit sometimes, but but that's that opens up your capillaries. And then if you're sweating on top of that, you're literally making it easier for the oil to be removed through through your skin and the tox the oil soluble toxins with it. Yes. And do you have like a, a protocol for people to take like how much oil to take and how much sauna to do? Yeah. What are your, your recommendations? Yeah. So, okay. So ballpark, we were talking about a tablespoon, a U.S. tablespoon per 50 pounds of body weight per day. Mixed in food, intake spread out over the course of the day. Because if you were to take like four tablespoons on, on an empty stomach, and if your body isn't used to that, then your liver has to deal with them and you might get tired, heavy, or nauseous. And if you took more oil on top of being nauseous, you would throw up. That's how your liver protects you from you overdoing it, okay? So, but it's ballpark, a tablespoon per 50, but more accurately, whatever makes your skin soft, smooth, and velvety. So, it's ballpark that. It could be a little more. Some of the athletes take twice that much, and they rant and rave how much more energy they have. And what's nice, why those oils? Because omega-3 and omega-6, the essential fatty acids, have negative charges, so they tend to repel off each other. That's why they're liquid. That's why they don't get solid in the in you know saturated fats. They glom together because they all their chains line up, and so you get you know they they harden. So you want an oil that's liquid, that has negative charges, that pushes away from other oil molecules. So that tends to you put it in the middle of your body, right, and then it it spreads out outward from there right and so and so you, that is helpful to carry the oils out to carry the oil out and to carry the uh, uh, the the toxins with the oil out so tablespoon per 50 and then the sauna whatever is comfortable you know i i can go in a sauna i can sit there for an hour and a half in at, in high temperature obviously taking lots of water with me uh, i've not done saunas drinking oil out of a bottle yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but lots of water, and and then you wash it off, right? And if you're really toxic, then you you can wash it off with soap, so you make sure you get rid of the oil. But when you do that, your skin starts to get dry. You then you need to take more oil. So if you're going to do uh, saunas with oil, and you're doing it seriously, then you may need more than a tablespoon per fifty. So it could be could be a tablespoon per twenty five, not that much more. Probably a tablespoon. How much oil will you get in a sweat? Maybe a tablespoon will come out of all of your 
all of your skin surfaces, right? And then so so then you get rid of it with uh, with uh, soap, but then you make got to make sure that you take more oil so that the oil is replaced so your skin doesn't get dry. And the worst that'll happen, what's what's nice about this detox is the worst that'll happen is you might get a skin rash as toxins leave through your skin. But if you push them through your liver or your kidneys, you can damage those organs. So sweating of all of the, you know, then you also get rid of some of them as your the lining in your digestive tract sheds because it's replaced every four days. So you get natural detox there. You're going to breathe out some of the, uh, the volatiles uh, through your breath. Uh, you, you'll filter some of, some of the water-soluble ones through your kidneys. But the oil-soluble oil soluble is the hardest one. And there's no, there's no other way to do it that I know of than to push oil, like to, to literally, you know, take more oil to get more movement out through the skin. And you guys listening to this show, I know that you're worried about the level of toxins you have in your body. You're worried about your toxic body burden and what it's doing to your health and to your brain, etc. So I created a quiz that you can check out at heavymetalsquiz.com. It just takes a couple of seconds. And after you take the quiz, you get your results and a free video series on everything related to detoxification. I answer a lot of your frequently asked questions about detox. You get a great video series, totally free, uh, answering a lot of your questions. So check it out, take it at heavymetalsquiz.com. Yeah, I mean, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense that when you're sweating, you're, you're having fat-soluble toxins coming out, and you've yeah. got to replace that with healthy fats. And, and yeah. we don't always get enough in our diet. A lot of people are reducing fish consumption because they're worried about the heavy metal content. They're of not course. Eating, yeah, yeah, it's the dirtiest eating, meat in the planet now. Yeah, they're not eating shellfish, and they're not eating yeah. foods that have all these omega-3 fats. Right. But um, but at the same time, they're using damaged cooking oils. Yeah, and they're, fry, and they're frying their foods in them, and baking, you know, and bringing more toxins into the system, more toxins than the fish contain from the oils they fry with. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I believe that. I believe the polyunsaturated fats, the industrial seed oils, are the yeah. most toxic thing that people are consuming. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's not the oil; it's the well, damage done both yes. by the industry when they make them. Because I figured that one out way way back. Why, why is it that omega-6s give me cancer and kill me, right? And it was the damage done by processing. It's about 1%, half to 1% of the oil, depending on how much omega-3 is in it, because if omega-3 is in it, it'll be higher, right? So you, let's say 1% damage, so the math is easy, okay? You have a tablespoon of oil that is 1% damaged by the processing. Guess how many damaged molecules you're putting into your body if you eat that one tablespoon? I want you to guess. You'll see why why that's important. I don't know billions of molecules. How many? Give me oh a gosh, give me. A... I don't know. Fifty billion. I don't know. Okay, fifty billion. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So no, this is beautiful because I do this all the time when I do live talks, and they, everybody always underestimates how much how many damaged molecules are by at least a billion times, including you. Why is that? We don't know how big molecules are. Our molecules are really, really, really teensy, <laughs> right? So you get in that tablespoon, if it's 1% damaged, 60 quintillion damaged molecules. So you said, you said, let's say, you said, what did you say? Uh, 50 billion, which is in like a little, okay, let's say, a little probiotic let's, capsule. 
Really? Yeah, let's let's say let's say you said sixty billion just to make the math easier, okay? So you go from sixty billion to sixty trillion to sixty quadrillion to sixty quintillion. So you underestimated by a billion times how many actual damaged molecules are in that oil. And why is that important? Is because if we underestimate by a billion times the damage we're doing to ourselves, we need to know that. Oh my God, this is a billion times worse than I think it is. Oh my God, maybe I need to rethink using damaged oils in my food supply. Right? Yeah, I mean, we think about it every yeah every time you're eating fried foods and yeah oil that's not stored properly. Well, when it's fried, it's even worse because you you probably have to ten times six three to six to ten times the number, so you put another zero on there. 60 quintillion is six followed by 19 zeros. Now you six to 20 zeros, right? And you do that for 30 years, you got to multiply that by 11,000 because that's how many days there are in three, 30 years. And you're pumping that stuff into your body every day, two to four tablespoons. And after a while, you get something goes wrong. You say, well, I don't know what's wrong. I, I always ate good because you didn't know because nobody told you. Right, and so I say, okay, well, look, you 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 go, you're going to the airport, and you're gonna you're gonna fly home for the holidays, whatever, right? And somebody who only tells the truth tells you, by the way, did you know that your chance of crashing and dying on your flight is a billion times higher than you thought it was? Would you get on that airplane? Definitely not. And I I told them in Ireland when I was in Ireland, I said I canoe back to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I would not get on the airplane, right? And, and, and we need to think of oils that way. They have to be made with health in mind or you better not use them. And the worst is omega-3s because they're the most sensitive, so they get damaged the most. And the omega-6s are next, five times less, but still very sensitive. And the saturated fats are more stable. And that's why a lot of people now push to get people to eat more saturated fats. But saturated fats are not essential. Your body can make those out of sugar and starch, right? Omega-3 and omega-6 are essential, and they will always be essential. And those are the only two things from fats that you need to make sure you get, because if you don't get enough, you will deteriorate until you die. Yeah. Yeah. My They're biggest the concern with the omega-3 is that so many people are taking rancid fish oil. It's such a huge yeah. problem. In the industry, and so many people are taking cheap fish oil from the the membership stores and the grocery store, and yeah, it's like, no, yeah. please, it's it's rancid. Yeah, and the fish oils are five times more sensitive than the plant based omega three, so they're super. You get a little bottle of fish oil if it's not in capsules, right? And you open it up in your fridge in two days. It's in the fridge, and and in two days you you can smell the rancidity. That's how sensitive they are. Aside from all the other toxicity and all of that stuff, so fish oils are not what they used to be. They 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 research the the studies where they compare a whole bunch of studies where they look at them all and what is the aggregate conclusion? Say they don't do what they what they they claim to do. They did twenty years ago, but they were less processed then. And now the the more they're processed, and now we're running out of fish. The people like the organization of of fat chemists. It's called the ISFAL, I-S-S-F-A-L. And uh, they, they say there won't be any fish in the ocean by 2048. Where are we? 2023, 2048, 25 years. Because we're fishing so fast, there are no catch limits. There are no rules. 
There's no sustainability. There's no care taken in, in doing it. And, and then on top of that, they get damaged and we eat all these damaged fish that we're running out of and we're, and we're poisoning ourselves with them. So, so, so you got to go plant-based. And uh, if you take enough plant-based omega-3, the body makes the fish oil out of them in your body where and when it needs it. So you have metabolic control over it and not, and you have no problem. Right. So that's why we went plants, you know, because, because, uh, like 95 to 99% of the population doesn't get enough omega threes. And if you're not getting enough starting material, you're not going to do enough conversion. So what we say is optimize, bring in the basic material, let the body know, let life know, let life do what it knows how to do if we take responsibility for feeding it properly. Right. And so, so that's, so that's one of one thing about detox. The second thing I did with detox is oil enemas. Now that's a weird one, <laughs> right? But what you do is you take it, you do a, a water enema to get rid of the solids in your colon. And then you do oil enema because, and I didn't know that at the time, but somebody explained it to me inside, you know, there's a question, you know, you're, you're lymphatic system picks up toxins from your extremities, right? Yeah, you know this, like it picks up toxins from your extremities, and then there are lymphatic vessels that go to just outside the heart, and then all of this stuff from the lymphatics is dumped into your circulation. So it's like, wait, if, you, if you're picking up toxins, why are you putting them back into the center of your circulation? You should be taking them out to the surfaces. And, and that led to finding out that inside the anus, like there has to be an exit mechanism for the lymphatic system that is, that is not going to mess you up even more. So inside the anus, there are crypts. And those crypts get filled with toxins. And when those crypts are filled with toxins, every time you have a bowel movement, you're basically dragging the overflow of those toxins out of your body, and you're doing it just before, you know, just before your feces come out of your body. So it's a good place to get rid of them, rather than you wouldn't put them, you know, you wouldn't have put it in your tonsils because then they'd be going through your whole digestive tract, and you'd absorb them. So you want them somewhere where 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 there's an exit mechanism. So what I did after I got poisoned by pesticides, after I found this out, did an oil enema, get rid of the solids, and then take maybe eight ounces of oil. And again, this needs to be oil that's not damaged. So, and you and then you do a retention enema, and you sit around with it, and you know you do little movements just to make sure that it gets gets some some agitation, some mixing, and then you let it out. And the first time I did that, it smelled like all the chemicals I sprayed and got poisoned by. It was disgusting. It was really disgusting. Didn't smell like poop. It just smelled like chemicals. And uh, then I did another one a month later, and it was okay. Then I did one five years later, and it was okay. And I did one this year, and it was still okay, and I was like, uh, how many years later? 40 years later. So I don't do oil enemas all the time. It's not, but if you're especially in acute situations, 
or where you've been around oil-soluble toxins. And it could be in the building trades or it could be in the nylon, you know, plastics trade, could be pesticides, could be, you know, um, then, then you will, then it's a good idea to clean out those crypts because what you're now doing is the oil goes into the crypts and it takes all the stuff out. You don't wait for the overflow. You're, you're, you're take you're, you're actively taking it up. Yeah. That's really interesting. I, I haven't heard of that before. Yeah. Um, I know when you, I, I never, when I took your medical school, I never knew and in all of my biological sciences, I never knew there were crypts inside the anus that are the exit mechanism for lymphatics. Yes, oh, interesting. Oh my God. But it's really important to have an exit mechanism because of the job that lymphatics do, right? So that was the second. And then third one is like oil pulling. Uh, you know, pe people say it doesn't work, but of course it works because if you have oil-soluble stuff in your mouth, that those things will dissolve in the oil. So it, it has to work to some extent. Is a... Uh, Probably the oil change is the most important, and sweating is the most important. But these two, these two can be can be helpful as well. Yes, and, and so what about uh, digestive enzymes for detoxification? Yeah. Well, digestive enzymes basically goes like this. There are three reasons you get sick. One is you're not getting enough of what you need to have, so that's the essential nutrients. You're getting too much of something that shouldn't be there. That's toxicity. Right, And then there's poor digestion, which gets you not enough nutrients and toxicity created in your own digestive tract. And I use usually the, the kind of toxicity created in the digestive tract. If, you're, if your diet is fairly clean, then you get undigested, more proteins absorbed, uh, and that gets you um, immune reactions. So those are the three that you, that you deal with. Well, when in nature, every creature eats everything fresh, whole, raw, and organic. That's nature's mandate for eating. For every creature, except for us, we think we know better. So we don't do fresh, whole, raw, organic. We do cooked, fried, <laughs> and processed, right? But when you cook and, and process and fry foods, you destroy the enzymes that are present in raw foods that on average do 60% of the digestion for you. 60%, right? If you cook your foods, you just loaded your digestive system more than double, right? Because you're only supposed to be doing 40% of the digestion. I call it the cleanup. Now you're having to do the digestion and the cleanup. And so you're putting more than double the load on your digestive system. Well, it wasn't made for that. So that'll, that'll catch up with you. Then your immune system has to get involved. When your immune system gets involved, in digestion, because there's so much foreign material that you need to be protected from, then it's not free to do all its other jobs. So what's the cure? If you cook your food, replace the enzymes you destroyed when the food was cooked. And then you don't get the toxicity that comes from poor digestion. You don't get the, the deficiency that comes from poor digestion. And you're basically taking a load off your, both your digestive and your immune system. Super important because that's the hardest working system in your body, you know, and it's all foreign material that's going through there. And it's all taking place outside of your body because the inside of your digestive tract has to be outside your body because you don't want anything to be drawn into the body 
that isn't fully digested and can't hurt you, right? So that's why that's why enzymes. And fundamentally, I take enzymes. I take enzymes when I get a, close to a cold or flu or something. You know, get a sore throat. I will take a capsule of enzymes, open it, dump it on my tongue, swish it around my mouth everywhere I can, because the protease enzymes that digest proteins in the enzyme blend digest the protein coat of viruses because most viruses have protein coats. So if the enzyme gets to a protein, it takes the protein coat off the virus, puts the virus out of commission. And you want to get to them before they even get into your system. You, you, you don't want to wait till they're in your cells and then the immune system has to deal with it and then you get seven to nine days or however long it takes. You want to pick them off. Like it's the moment my throat is sore, I do that with the enzyme, I'll swallow it, sore throat gone, problem solved. Yes, so fantastic. Very, very, very helpful. And they because they take a load off the digestive system and the immune system, the immune system does all the work. You know, the digestion is the biggest, and then the immune system, whatever digestion didn't get done, the immune system has to go after. And you want your immune system strong because you don't want to take uh, chemicals for your problems or drugs with side effects. You want your you want to make your immune system so strong that it can deal with whatever comes at it, and it's different every year, right? So all the ways that we try to do it with chemicals that's good for profit, but this doesn't work that well. A lot of it doesn't work that well. You get side effects because it's not natural. You know the whole the whole uh, drug based industry is based on a a it's based on a stupidity. But it was really good for making money for the people who got into it, right? Because yes. their markups are atrocious, and they can patent them. And you know, but your body was always made out of food, water, air, and driven by sunlight. Your life is sunlight, right? That's where all the healing, the real healing, without side effects, comes from. And that's why herbs work, and that's why spices work, and that's because they have. The protection that the plants had to make for viruses, funguses, bacteria, and critters. They made molecules for that. And when we eat those plants, we get those molecules in our body and they give us protection against the same critters that the plant made them to protect themselves from. How cool is that? Yes, yes. And I mean, what, kind of, what kind of enzymes do you recommend that people take? Well, I, I have my own set. Um, they're called, the, the one I like the most uh, in the U.S. is called Adult Digestive Enzyme Blend. And the key for me is always it needs to be high in protease, and you don't want to have a lot of amylase, which is starch digesting, because you want to slow down starch digestion, because it's already going too fast. Too much sugar, too much white flour, fast digestion, high blood sugar, you know, then you get uh, insulin. Then it's driven into the cells. Then if you don't burn it, it turns into fat. Then you have low blood sugar. Then you get carb addiction. So you want a low, you know, you need some amylase to digest starch strings of proteins called lectins. And they can then be easily digested. But if you don't take the starch strings off, they're hard to digest. Now, why why amylase is made in the mouth? Because when you chew chew well, you get amylase made. And the amylase then will take the starch strings off the proteins before they get to the stomach where the protein digestion begins. All right. So, um, 
So, so high in amylase, as high in protease, low low in amylase, and uh, lipase is probably the least important, the fat digesting enzyme, because fat digestion is a simpler process than protein digestion. And the most of the digestion problems that foods cause are caused by poorly digested protein. And that gets then gets absorbed, and then you get inflammation reactions, and you get immune reactions, and you can get autoimmune conditions. And uh, like I said before, you tie up your your immune system in your digestion. Yes. Yeah. And, and enzymes are so important. I mean, heavy metals yeah. and toxins interfere and poison enzymes and destroy them and interfere in their functioning okay. in so many different yeah. ways that we have to replace yeah. them. Yeah. It, well, yeah. Although I think with heavy metals, you're talking about enzymes in the cells and there's like thousands of different enzymes in the cells that you never get, that you never get, um, you know, that are not digestive enzymes. And when they get poisoned, then things don't happen in the cells that need to be happening. But in terms of in terms of the en enzymes for digestion, like there's only amylase, protease, um, um, lipase. Then you can have some some uh, uh, fiber digesting enzymes. So there's only like maybe 20, 30 enzymes that are used in digestion, but there are thousands of enzymes in the cells. And to deal with those, yeah, there's just you. You have to get rid of the heavy metals, because as long as they're in their body, they're going to do something stupid. Yeah, yeah. And tell us about your, your oil. Yeah, tell us about yeah. your oil blends. And I mean, you can get these anywhere in Whole Foods and natural yeah. food stores. They're you're just everywhere. Yeah, it's well, you know what? It's really easy. First of all, oils need to be in in glass because plastic leaches into oils. Because oils will swell plastic, and then plastic leaches into oil quicker than into water. So you want them in glass, so they're in a brown glass bottle, in a box to cut out all the light, in the fridge to keep the temperature down, in the supplement section, in the health food stores. But they're not a supplement oil, they're actually a food oil foundation. They're a replacement for the cooking oils, for the salad, the, the culinary oils. Use those, you mix them in food, never use them for frying. If you fry the oil, the better the oil is when it's, when it's fresh, the more toxic it becomes when you fry it. So the more omega-3s you have in an oil, the more damage you do to yourself when you fry it. So frying your fish and frying the oil in the fish is a really, really, really bad idea. So sushi would be the go would be the way to go if you're gonna eat fish. And then, you know, they they have lots of hygiene around how how to do the do the raw fish in Japan. But now the oceans are so polluted that I, I don't even eat sushi anymore. I used to. I used to. It was, it was good food. Fish was good food. But we've basically used the oceans as our sewer. And everything dirty on land goes downhill and ends up in the ocean. And if it's oil-soluble, it'll end up in the oil in the ocean, which is, not, is in the high-fat fish, right? And the seals and the whales, you know, and the walruses, right? And so and then the... And then the toxins concentrate up the food chain. So the higher up the food chain you eat, the more toxins you're going to get. So it's better to eat on the bottom of the food chain, more plant-based, more, uh, you know, and the smaller the, the creature, the, the closer to the, the bottom of the food chain it is, right? So, yeah, so, and the oil is just called Udo's oil. That's a it's a mixture or three, six, nine blend. Omega three and six are the essentials. Nine is not essential, but 
Everybody calls them 369 oils. The only oil that's in a box. Okay, great. Right? Because we just, we, we say, look, these are so sensitive that in order to maintain their health benefits, we have to give them the care they need. So they're made in a very tight system where no light or oxygen or high temperature gets to, gets to wreck them. And then they're obviously nitrogen flushed in glass, organic, so no pesticides. Most of our cooking oils have pesticides in them. I didn't know that until I asked the, the people in the, the, the oil chemist society. And they say, oh, well, yeah, we, uh, we do that to get, we, you know, why do you heat the oil to frying temperature when it does damage? Oh, well, one of the reasons we do that is because we can get rid of half the pesticides in the oil. And, uh, you know, my head exploded on that one too, right? It's like, oh, I didn't even know there were pesticides in oils, right? And it's like, oh, is the other 50% stay in the oil? Well, I don't think that's, you know, and they see, and then he said, well, it's only 1% damage. What's your problem, Right. Then that's when I did the math. 60 quintillion in a tablespoon damaged molecules, right? I said, no, you know what? I can't get healthy on oils like that. Yeah, and it's amazing when you look at the, yeah, it's amazing when you look at the cooking oil section, clear plastic bottles. I mean, it's just like the- Yeah, light goes through the, yeah, light goes through those, does damage by free radical. Yeah. Yeah, they break every rule. You have to be in a dark bottle, in glass, uh, cold preparation, you know, or eating them cold. Yeah, it's just yeah. every every which way you look at it, the the oils are going rancid in every possible way. Yeah, and they're and they're yeah, and they're they're a hundred billion dollar industry, and everybody around the world. I've I've traveled quite a bit on my mission, right? And uh, everybody fries in in oil these days. In the when I was a kid, cooking meant in water, and the other was called in oil was called frying or deep frying. Now, when people talk cooking, they're usually talking about oil. So they, so we've changed the meaning of the word, and it served no one. It served no one's health, but it served an industry that was more interested in shelf life, which gives them big markets, than they were in health. So you know, the 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 oil industry is not ex- exactly trying to serve your health. Yeah. Well, Udo, thank you so much for coming yeah. on the Myers Detox podcast. Tell us uh, what your website is and where we can learn more about your oils. Yeah, so um, the oil is on, my website is theudo.com, T-H-E-U-D-O, or udo Erasmus.com. God knows how that how you spell that. <laughs> <laughs> theudo.com. And we talk there about also probiotics, which which also help with toxicity that is created by bacteria in the digestive tract and they they control that um and then i work with greens as well greens is the foundation of all nutrition yes this is the green planet they were here the green plants were here probably two two and a half billion years before we came along or before animals came along we didn't come along until two hundred thousand years ago uh, so and and then I also talk about total health. What what is total health? It has to be based in nature and human nature. And I talk about all kinds of lofty subjects. Since I'm now 81 years old, you know, I get to I get to be a little more philosophical. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> everyone, go to theudo.com. And again, Udo, thanks yeah. so much for coming on the show. I've just been. You know, just I love your work. I love your products. Highly, highly recommend them. And uh, yeah, everyone needs to do an oil change. That's like, you know, 
probably yep. one of the most important things people need to do after drinking, you know, yep. plenty of water and getting adequate nutrition. That you got to do that oil change. It can take yep. a really long time yep. to to do that oil change. So yeah, it's, it takes a lot of focused yep. effort. Yeah, more health problems come from damaged oils than any other part of nutrition. Yep. And to change the oil in your body, if you if you start doing it, will take probably about two years. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that estimate as well. Because it takes it's time, just, right? Yeah, it's just amazing. You have to cut out all the bad oils uh, while you're doing that. So it's just, yeah, it takes yeah. time. Why, why, would, why would that be a surprise? Oh my God, I have to cut out all the bad oils. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that obvious? They're bad well, oils. It's hard with every meal, people typically are eating these bad oils. They're just, they're not I thinking know. about it, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's tough. I well, Udo, thanks very much. Uh, everyone. All right, thanks, Wendy. Yes, I, everyone, I'm Dr. Wendy Myers. Thanks again for joining us for the Myers Detox Podcast, where I bring you experts from around the world to help you upgrade your health, help you you know, learn about detoxification, all the different ways to do that. So thanks for tuning in. I am thrilled to announce my new docu-series come out called Heavy. And it's you can learn more about it at theheavymovie.com and sign up for free. It's a totally free event. And in this landmark series, I interviewed 100 experts on the subject of detoxification, on the subject of toxins, and how these inescapable toxins in our environment are causing our chronic health issues like brain fog, dementia, chronic fatigue, mitochondrial dysfunction, obesity, resistant weight loss, even diabetes, our diabetes epidemic is caused by toxins. It's not just the food that you're eating. And we also talk about, you know, how toxins interfere in digestion, how toxins are aging you. So many important topics are going to be covered on the Heavy docu-series. So again, go check it out at theheavymovie.com. The Myers Detox Podcast is created and hosted by Wendy Myers. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Wendy Myers and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician. Thank mm-hmm. you.